of Go Bayside, the Save by the Bell podcast, where I invite a friend over to watch an episode of the show with me, and then we critically deconstruct it piece by piece. Going to get into it. I mean, it gets real academic. My guest today is a lovely Kurt Braunohler. Hello. Thank you so much for coming over to watch TV with me. Thank you. It was awesome, and we got an awesome episode I was psyched to do. It's just called School Song. It's pretty on-the-nose title, and the original air couldn't even come up with a pun. I know. It's just straight-up school song. Original air date, November 28th, 1992. And now what I need you to do, this is what the guest traditionally does, I need you to give like a four or five sentence synopsis of the whole plot, like a TV guide short synopsis. Wow, you're giving me four to five sentences Four to five sentences. And I then, think I can do it in one. Okay, do it in one. The, the <laughs> students of Bayside try and write a new school song, and Zach tries to fuck it up. Boom. But then they come together and write a song that's so weird. Yes, oh, that was beautifully done. Beautifully done synopsis, very eloquent. Now, let's really get into this. I really can't get over, like, just thinking about, what, like, when I watch it, it strikes me so much that it has to be written by, like, mi- like 45-plus-year-old oh, min- white men. We, I think, like, 60. Must be, like, they must yes. be old, old men. Old white men. Who remember going to high school Completely. in the 40s. 100% true. Yeah. Many guests have said that. I totally agree with you. <laughs> Minimum 60 years old. Right? Dude, totally agree. It has to be. Yes. They must be guys who just, like, worked on sitcoms for forever. Right. They don't give a shit. And oh, this is a course. fucking sweet paycheck. Because yes. yes. this was, like, a popular show, Yeah, right? absolutely. It was a totally easy paycheck. Totally syndicated fart out a couple of these scripts and then as paul Tompkins said go get shit housed at the smokehouse <laughs> in burbank that is exactly where they would go true. yes yeah. yeah because this one especially this one has so many things in it where we both were like I've, that's never happened that's i don't have that thing. in my school yeah which okay well it starts out classic move um zach talking to the camera well first let's talk about the opening yes Because that is like the invention of clip art. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that opening is just MS Word clip art before MS Word clip art existed. It's just squiggles. Yes. Like an ice cream cone, a hamburger, a french fry. Totally. (laughs) Totally. And then if you look also the doorway to the place where they hang out, what's it called? The Max. The Max? Yeah. The doorway to the max is that squiggle from the opening credits. That's true. The it doorknob. totally is. Like yeah. the doorknob is a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the very first ever clip art is the opening yeah. to Save by the Bell. And then, yeah, my friend Janet said when she was on, she was like, the opening credits look like a bedspread from the 80s. Yeah. Like all those mm-hmm. colors and everything in the clip art. But yeah, so after that, though, it's classic Zach move. He's immediately talking to the camera. So it opens in the max. He walks up and he's like, hey, What's up? I'm about to graduate. But he said, like, who could be more handsome than me or no, something? Cool. Like, he goes, who could be? I wonder if Bayside will ever have a guy as cool as I am. No way. And that gets a laugh. That's yes. a laugh line. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but I had forgotten how much, how much of a, 
of a little cunt Zach is. Oh my god, completely. He really sociopath, is sociopath. He's a sociopath, yeah. and he's our lead character. Like yeah. he's our character who we're supposed to identify with. Totally, he's the is cool it, dude. Is it because it's like uh, for like? Because let's think like because I watched it as a kid, but yeah. I don't remember what, how what age I was. Is it for like young kids? Is it for like eight year olds no, who like maybe I... still have like. Just that e- like that id lizard brain of right. just like fucking destroy and take and like well yes I think some of it is because it, there's so many scenes where like children are in charge of everything and adults are secondary yeah. that it is that kind of childlike like I wish I was the boss of yeah. stuff and not my parents right 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 because it's cool yeah. like it doesn't matter what he says kind of because he's defined as not adult. Yeah. So he can kind of be an awful person, but they're like, but he's ours. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he's like the lead. I mean, obviously he's the leader and he is the coolest guy in the school. And is Mr. Belding the only adult we ever see? No, we see teachers here and there, but he's like, and we see their parents once in a while, but he's the only adult around right, on a regular basis. You know, who I had- still doesn't do it. They like totally steamroll over him all the time. <laughs> it's not like he has any real authority. My friend Dave once was telling me a story about something that happened in his high school. Uh huh. And then he told me the story, and I was like, "That's a crazy story!" Like that the principal did. And I was like, "What was the principal's name?" And. He was like, Mr. Belding. And I was like, no, that's from Saved by the Bell. And then he was like, the whole story was from Saved by the Bell. He had mistaken. He had like false memory syndrome. False memory syndrome of a moment of something that Mr. Belding did. Shut up. Thought of him as A, his high school, B, his (laughs) principal, and C, told the story about like a funny thing his principal did. And was being serious. Like he wasn't trying to fuck with you. He was like, really, this is what happened. He just was like, oh my God. (gasps) I've just passed off a story from Saved by the Bell. Unintentionally, I thought it happened to me. Was he just like stoned all of high school or no, something? No, I don't think he's ever smoked weed. No way. So yeah. he's like totally a lucid dude being yeah. like, I think I oh, lived a, Saved like by a, the Bell. He is an investment banker millionaire. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, how is this your friend? You I went, went to, to college sp- with him. Oh, you went to college with him. Yeah. And so he was like, listen to this shit and like <laughs> told you this whole story. Yeah. And you were like, no way, man. Yeah. Until he said, oh, my principal was Mr. Belding. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> that is like the best thing I've ever heard. Did he have like a total breakthrough where you're like, he did know he, like, he, he had like, he had a full realization in the moment. That's the he story was like, I've he was been telling. telling that story for years, and now yes. I realize it didn't even happen to me. Yes, he'd been telling the story for years, thinking that it would happen to him, but it was Mr. Belding. And it was just because he like watched this show so much as a kid? I'm yeah, almost I mean, surprised like, I never did that. I have, a, I have memories of Mr. Belding not saying anything specific, but right. like always being in that doorway right. that are like deep ingrained in my me, brain. Me too. Exactly. That, now I can't, like hearing that... I've watched this show so fucking much. Like, I can't believe I have never done that. Like, yeah. I can't believe it. But the fact that somebody really did do that is like the best thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's and, kind you, of and I'd be like, oh shit. That totally <laughs> didn't happen to me at all. Oh my God, that's incredible. Um, give Dave my condolences. I assume he Thank is uh, in an insane asylum now in a straitjacket. <laughs> um, yeah, so Zach comes in. He's like, yeah, there's never going to be anyone as cool as I am. Suck it. And then they come up. Like, Lisa and everybody else comes up, and they're like, you guys, I'm really worried. Like, what are we going to do for the senior class gift? First, a big worry for every senior yeah, in high school. Yeah, we both turned to each other like. So concerned. That's not a thing. Never Where did you grow up? Jersey. Okay, and yeah, this is. Nope. 
I went to high school in no Atlanta, song, Georgia. No senior, no senior gift. class song. No senior class gift. Nope, not a thing. But what she is goes, a senior class gift? You give it to the school. I I guess because she goes. I think it's like this a thing. The senior class, I guess, leaves to the next senior class. You know what I mean? Like we bequeath upon you. It's so weird. We are leaving this school, and now we give you youngsters this. Right. But Lisa's like, how are we going to top last year's? It was a VCR. She it said was a, a VCR. VCR. Like. The senior class left the entire school one VCR. Like, 1982. So that is, yeah, 1982. Well, no, this is 892. 1992. 1992? Yes. Everybody had VCRs. Yes. VCRs were cheap at that point. Yes. But the senior class of Bayside left the entire school. I didn't even catch that. I didn't even catch that, that it was a VCR. I I think she said that last (laughs) year they got a VCR. Like, how are we going to top that? (laughs) Tough. Right. So... That's when they're all like trying to figure that out. And while they're doing that, this is a weird episode in the way that this is. It's like one episode where people kind of call Zach on his shit. Right. They they never usually do. Yes. Yeah. Like he goes when he tries to go, you know, he's like suggesting school gift things. And they're like, the the, your gift is that you won't be here anymore. You fuck up. Like they're basically making jokes about how like the school is going to be so relieved to to not have Zach. And he, then he's like, what, guys? And they're like, yeah, you fucking bonehead. Like, they're just really getting on his case. Yeah. And that's pretty much never happened before. This is the first time? Because they know that towards the end of their Yeah, it's the first time where run. everybody just is like, yo, you scam us all the time. You skip class all the time. Like, you're just always scheming. And it's kind of the first time Zach is like, oh, shit. Like, people think I'm a goof. He, like, but really But that's the takes word the that's heart. used. Yeah. People think I'm a goof. He really but, like, takes it to heart. Goofs don't really like. Is it goofs goof? Don't ruin is it goofs or goofs? Goof. Like, he thinks he's a goof. Is it goof? Is it plural goof? Goofs or goofs? Oh, I, it, I think it's goy. It's G O O I. Sorry. Who, who's, who's the goofs? Are there more goofs? No, he's the only goof. He's the only goof. But the word goof. But he's using the word he goof. Well, what he it. means is like psychopath, like sociopath. That def- definitely. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bec- and I, get- it's weird to me that he takes it so to heart because normally he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's right, like, whatever. Like the, I'm Zach. The- I run this place. Right. He. This is the one time he has self. Yeah. It's like all of a sudden. And another thing that tripped me up about the con. And by the way, you've never been on the podcast before. I need to tell you, I get real deep into it. Okay. I like really want to dissect every piece of it. So another thing that trips me up about this is he. Another thing that's like not. He's no one remembers anyone in high school. Like, do you know what I'm saying? When you were in yeah. high school where people like, oh, my God, remember that senior from a few years ago, Frank Smith? No, he was the they, best. you don't know them. You don't know them. There's not that much of, like, a legacy thing going no. on. Like, But when you're a senior, you think there is. I guess you do. Because you've been looking at this part. You've been looking at that for four years waiting to be that. Right. And then you're like, it must be important after I leave. And then you realize when you leave, it's totally evaporated. Yeah. No one cares at all no, whatsoever. It's just like death. Yes! <laughs> I mean, like, it kind of is. It's just yeah. like no one, I don't remember anyone in my school rem- being like, oh my God, remember when that, guy that last that? senior? He was so rad. Like, no, you don't even, he's not there yeah. anymore. Who cares? But yeah, so he's like obsessed with this idea of like going down and Bayside history is like a really cool dude and not a goof. <laughs> or like, I don't know, like a hard worker. Like, he's, he's all of a sudden this like. Is, this, if we want to get deep, this yes. is entirely about the writer's fear of death yes. and how they will be remembered. And their school song 
is saved by the bell. 100%. That you're is the 100% thing they correct. have made. Absolutely. So this is a very postmodern, very self-referential Completely. I think episode. you're totally right. It's, all, it's, it's close. To, it's the second to last episode of the season. Yes. It's them thinking about what is their legacy as writers of television, and it's this fucking terrible But I think show. if you want to get even deeper, I think it could even go down to like one or two of the writers on the staff. These guys are old guys. These are yeah. guys are old guys. They're staring death in the face. You don't know that. Do you know their age? No. No, I don't. You're guessing, I mean, right? They're I'm staring guessing. Death in the they're face. staring death in the face. I think some of this is even like, how's my family going to... It's coming yeah. out like, my kids think I'm a goof. My kids think I'm, I'm a fuck up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how are they going to remember me when I'm gone? Yeah. Because the Grin Reaver because is right over my shoulder. Because that is a thing you never think about in fucking high school. Right. You're just like, I can't wait to go to college. Yes. Can't, next can't thing, next thing, next thing. Can't wait to just get out of here. No one's, cons- no one's worried about dying. No one's worried about how will I be remembered. They don't give a shit. It's like, remember me as a fucking, as a pile of turds. Yeah, like who because cares? Because I'm I going to college here. next exactly. year. Exactly. I'm not going to be here. here. I don't give a shit. Yes. That's the way a teenager thinks. This is definitely an old man yes. fear. Yes, I fully agree with you. Yeah. All of that. Totally, totally. You're just like, I don't give a shit. I'm getting out of here. Who cares? whatever yeah but yeah zach is weirdly obsessed with his legacy and how he's going to be remembered and also i was struck in this uh scene how much screech looks like a like a penis (laughs) he his neck is very long yeah and then he's got that like helmet of hair of course he really does look like if you you put a shirt on a penis And pants on a penis and had it walk around. It would look like that actor. What's his name? Da- Diamond? Dustin Diamond. Dustin Diamond. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you talked at length about the fact, all the porn stuff that he got into. Yes and no. People have brought it up. I. You even... want to remember him as just Screech? No, I don't want to remember him at all. He's gross, full <laughs> stop. But I don't want to see or hear about his dick. I'm usually a connoisseur of celebrity porn tapes. Uh-huh, yeah, I've watched. Yeah. Almost all of them. His, I don't want to watch because I'm like, I don't want to see your dick. I mean, that's weird because his his porn tape would be like watching a dick with another little well, dick, dick have sex, <laughs> just a giant penis with then another fold out dick having sex with a person. That's upsetting. That is very <laughs> upsetting, and I will never. Have you seen it? I'll never watch. No, it. I don't think I've ever. I've seen any. Any celebrity, celebrity porn, porn tapes? No. Not even like the Pam and Tommy Lee. Not even Mm-mm. the famous ones. No. Not even the famous ones. I didn't even know there's non-famous ones. Or, I don't know, like, I guess the, whenever that subject comes up, I feel like the most popular one is probably the Pam and Tommy Lee one. A lot of people I know at the no, time No, I would think probably it. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton one is mad one. boring. Is it mad boring? Well, because, look, you could tell she's not good in bed anyway, like, just oh, by right. the way she acts. Oh, yeah, She's yeah, just yeah. super boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like a little stick figure. Yeah, yeah, and she's just super, like, more... I just remember her being... Like more into like yeah like how she looks in the mirror Boy, than like doing the dude ew, you know what ew. I mean so I was like boring boo <laughs> but the Pam and Tommy one's pretty funny okay. well surely like you like Mr. Show right yeah because you know the Wicked Scepter thing is all like making fun of that no I didn't know that because in the Pam and Tommy like they keep just going like you're so fucking rad I love you so fucking much you're so fucking rad like they just keep saying <laughs> that to each other like total idiots oh, so and great. so yeah that was like wa- like kind of what that Mr. Show thing was making of okay. making fun of but, yeah so I may I suggest that maybe you rent the Pam and Tommy uh, <laughs> maybe porn. I should rent it from uh, rent Redbox it. yeah rent it go down to the Redbox <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, yeah, so they're in the max, and everybody is basically like, "Ha ha, Zach, you're a total fuck up." And then so he all of a sudden is like, "What?" Now the next scene is they are in I don't know chorus class. 
Like they're singing. They're all singing Glee in class. Club, maybe. Glee club. And the guy who is conduct the teacher conducting them is like visibly yawning. Yeah, he's very upset. Everyone singing is like super bored. Mm-hmm. And he goes like he's like, okay, cl- good job, kids. And they're all like, this song sucks. I mean, they just tell they're him like, it's old. Yeah, they're like, our school song sucks. It's way outdated. And that's when Lisa is like, why don't we write a new school song? That's another the deeper gift. level. It's way outdated. The now, thing I've been doing is way outdated. It's all this yes. this, this older men's fear. We're totally like learning yeah, more about I'm the out writers. Of, yeah, yes. I'm out of touch. Well, I'm older. I'm still having to produce this stuff for children. Yeah, and like be on the cutting edge. <laughs> the quote unquote cutting cutting edge of, of ninety two. By the bell. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm old news. Yeah, but she goes. Well, first of all, again, another thing where we're like, we did not have a school song. That is not a thing. You didn't have one. I didn't have one. Perhaps people do write to me. There are things where I go, oh, that never happened. And then people will email me, go, oh, we I'm totally had it at my school. Yeah, 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 for real. So I feel like it's a Texas thing. Yeah, maybe somebody had that. We didn't. But also, when Lisa goes, this should be our senior gift, write a new school song, they all go, oh, yeah, totally. As if writing a song right. is a thing that you can just do. Yeah, that everybody's. Everybody can we'll play instruments. We'll just write a song. Like, if I told you right now, write a song, what would you do? You'd go... <laughs> no, no, no. But I, no, no, no. But Kurt, I need you to write sheet music. Oh, I can't write a sheet please music. Please write sheet music <laughs> song. Oh, and also, please write parts for the entire Glee Club Yeah, to sing different parts. Can you just go ahead and whip Who that knows? up for me? They might be banging songs out left and right in <laughs> Glee Club. That might be their thing. Well, you they have... were in the Zack Attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, they did write songs for the Zack Attack. Yeah, so they say that, and everybody's like, okay, cool, good idea. So the next scene is they're meeting in Belding's office, and that's when they're telling Belding, like, here's what we think this, the senior gift should be. We're going to write the school song. Now, and he's like, yeah, totally, guys. And then he, Zach shows up late to the meeting, and that's when Belding chimes in, and Belding's like, oh, Zach fucking Morris late to a meeting. Good fucking job, you idiot. Like Everybody's giving it to him. Completely. Even the principal being like, you total loser. And he's like, you guys. I would. There's a different ending to this episode where Zach then just comes in and has a school shooting. Oh, my. Oh. <laughs> Do you know how many times that has been applicable to episodes? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Many guests have been like, you know the end of this is like a total school massacre. Like it is. There's some dark, grim shit in this. <laughs> yeah, so he comes in and he's like all down and they like clown on him. So then he thinks, hey, if I write the school song, this obsession with being, I'll be remembered as right. like an awesome dude, which. Also, again, a remembrance from writing. Yes. You know? Yes. I'll leave this behind. This yeah. legacy. And that's the that way I write something. Yes. That people really love. Yes. Yeah. So. He thinks that out loud to the camera. Then the next scene is... Oh, they- but I noticed this too. Does Zach have a little bit of a lisp sometimes? <gasps> I've never noticed that. In this episode, I feel like if you watch it, I feel like there's he's a little bit of a lisp every once in a while. Really? Yeah. Like on, like on, S- like on certain words? I mean, I just wrote I'm down. I don't it. know. I'll rewatch it. Oh, thank God. I'm going to have to double check your work. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about you saying Zach has a flaw. <laughs> I don't know how I feel Other about than that. being a sociopath. Other than that, but yeah, I can yeah. look over that. I like also that Tori is kind of, they just fully lifted Tori's character from Blair from uh, Facts of Life. Or Joe. Joe, Joe from, from Facts of Life. Facts totally. of Life. That's They're so just funny. Like, That's what we Kevin said. We need a said. Joe. We, just, we yes. need a Joe in here. Yeah, we need like a rugged, yeah. Wears a leather jacket. Yes. 
probably would be a lesbian if they were yes. allowed to say that. She at is that a point. lesbian in real life. She is. Yes. Right the fuck yes. on. <laughs> That's yes. great. Yes. It was funny because the last episode. Chris Hardwick was saying how he went on a date with her in college. Mm-hmm. They went to UCLA together, and he was saying how he tried to kiss her, and she like recoiled in horror. Oh! And so that was a sign of things to come. She was like, "No, thank you, dudes. Thank you." Yeah, Look at that. and she's also part of triplets, identical triplets. Oh wow! Yes, Tegan and Sarah and Tegan. Yes. <laughs> Although I don't know, I'd have to look and see if her sisters are gay too. But yeah, so she's yeah she's totally like the tough Joe in the thing. So the next scene is them back. They're like rehearsing in the Glee Club room and they all take turns. All of them can play piano. No problem. All of them. No problem. Most of them can play also guitars and yes. uh, accordions. But they're all sitting there taking turns. Like first it's Slater. Then and it's nailing Lisa. it. Like, nailing like, it. Oh, let me try this kind of like variation on your thing. Like there's no sort of like, oh, hold on. Oh, wait, 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 yeah. wait, wait, wait. Like that classic no, just, thing. Just, just like old shredding. blues men yeah. hanging out, riffing with each other. All of these 15, 16, 17-year-old oh, kids. blues men. Yeah. It's like the million-dollar quartet. That's yeah. on record thing. They're all just like standing around taking turns with the jams. Yeah, and so while they're doing this, though, like Zach's peer pressure plan is he's like whispering in their ears. Mm. Each one of them, like, he says, you suck. No, you suck. No, you should do this. And it like totally works. And they just immediately start fighting with each other. Mm-hmm. And so in between every the rotating cast of pianists who could just shred at a moment's notice, they're like, fuck you. I like this song. No, fuck you. My song's better. And they all like storm infighting. out. Classic infighting. Yes. So they storm out. And then that's when Zach goes, all right. Now it's time for me. I got this. Sits down at the piano and just goes nuts. Again, a beautifully trained pianist. Like, it just completely sits down and, like, for real shreds on piano. And everyone has a different, like, way of fake piano playing. Because none of them are playing the piano. Yes. And everyone, and Tori is horrible. Yeah, you were like. Tori's just kind of, like, shrugging her shoulders. (laughs) And, like, I don't know, like, maybe, like, tapping her legs or something. She looks horrible <laughs> fake playing you were, the piano. Yeah, you were like, she's the worst fake piano player yeah. of all of them. <laughs> but, yeah, so Zach sits down and just goes, like, Liberace on it. And she's like, yeah! So, he thinks he's got this. But the next scene is Screech is in the hallway playing a xylophone. Like a hand xylophone. Uh, yeah, like a hand xylophone is just, like, you practicing. Know, classic hand xylophone. Yeah, Totally. And so Zach's like, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm going to write my own school song. And he's like, all right. Zach, again, takes his place on the trash can where all cool guys sit. So he's like, "Uh, okay. And then Lisa comes in shredding on an acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. Then a nerd comes in playing an accordion. Louise playing an accordion. But I just want to point out. I'm so sorry. Louise. Louise. Please. Is Louise, is she ever a current character? She's on a few times, yeah. She's like the queen of the nerds. Okay. But. The thing about Lisa, never before in an episode is it ever mentioned that she can play guitar. Yeah. And she comes out just strumming an acoustic guitar again like it ain't nothing. Just like, yeah, I play guitar. Do you think there was ever a conversation in the room about that? Or people are just like, we don't, we totally don't give a shit. I, Whereas <laughs> like, was anyone like, wait, can Lisa play the guitar? Oh, like, has anybody like checked in on that? All you know, like, people. And did anyone say, like, well, we, we've never said she can't play the guitar. Like, right. did that sentence never. happen? They never no, right? thought of anything. They're just like, yeah, sure, whatever. They're just like, put an instrument in each kid's hand. We don't yeah, care yeah. which one it is. Just yeah. put it in there. We'll figure it out later. 
So she's shredding on guitar, Louise on accordion, whatever. Like, everybody is playing music at the same time. And then Slater and Tori come in, both holding sheet music, and that they're like, we just, wrote, we just wrote a song. Everybody wrote a song within, like, two hours. I like music. that you're so so surprised by this. Like this was you were talking about this while watching it. That it is. I mean, if no one could write a song, there would be no episode. <laughs> they have to all know how to write a song. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know what, Kurt? You make a solid point. <laughs> But again, the reason this podcast exists... It would, if there was a swimming competition and everyone just jumped in and drowned, it would be a short episode. So if there's a songwriting competition and no one can write a song... I'm just saying... It's very surprising. It's, I like to imagine this as a as real a rea- high school. As a real, a real high school. And like, I, like, imagine if you're in high school one day and like all your friends just came up with sheet music. Like, <laughs> I just wrote... Constant. Songs. <laughs> Just like during a class, like in one class, and then at the end they were like, "Here's the sheet music for the song I just wrote." Done nine parts for it. <laughs> yeah, You'd be like because it's for like a twelve person yes, chorus. Yes, yeah. you just go. What are you a prodigy? Like, yeah. what are you doing at the school? Then why aren't They're you all Juilliard? Little, little box and Beethoven. Yes. So yes, it is surprising. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so they come in sheet music. Yeah, we just wrote this, and so building's mad yeah. too loud. Yeah, he comes in, everybody's like playing music in the hallway, and he's like, what are you guys doing? And they're all like, well, we're all writing school songs. And Zach's like, well, we should have a competition. He says that to Belding. Yes. Belding's like, let's do it, and we'll do it over the PA system. Right, which is a weird, like, why wouldn't they just have it live in the gym or some shit? It's a weird choice. It's totally weird. So Zach's like, yeah, let's definitely do that, because I can totally fix a contest. Yeah, and then he fucks up the piano, Mm -hmm. so when everybody plays their song over the... PA, the piano's broken. Yeah, well, yeah, because the first contestants are Tori and Slater. Now, he, later on, they show, he just comes in and goes, they don't show what he does. He just comes in, sits at the piano, does something, and, and then, goes, Bwong! right, like yeah. it plays the wrong one, note. Yeah, one note's wrong. Yeah. Now, and then, so my thing with the PA is so. A very critical note, apparently. Uh, yeah, that she has to play like multiple times in yeah. the song. So she comes in, she sits down to play. Slater sings at a stand-up mic. Like, how did they hook up a stand-up mic and a mic for the piano to the PA? <laughs> That's how PAs work. The PA is usually just, like, in the principal's office. That's true. That's true as well. I mean, I don't, I don't know what level of reality we're attacking this at. I mean, if, if everybody can play music, then why can't they have a mic in this one room? For the PA system. I'm saying the room, the Glee Club room would have a mic, but it wouldn't be hooked up to the PA, would it? I have, I mean, I don't think you have microphones in normal rooms for just music anyway. For a high school. Who has like expensive microphones right, everywhere? Like a stand-up mic. No. No. Well, that's for the stand-up comedy class. They do also <laughs> do a stand-up class. God, I wish. That would be an amazing episode. <laughs> like Slater doing a tight five on his muscles or something. <laughs> So he's singing, she keeps playing this wrong note, and then on air, like on the PA, they get in a fight. Right. They argue where you would just you would just suck it up and finish, but he's like, fuck you, I quit, and they have an argument they on leave. the PA. Then they cut to Zach, who's like, yeah, totally Screwed did them. That. Fuck them over. He's holding- My friends. Yes, yes, but he's holding like a wrench. 
I think that's like a specific tool used for pianos, and then some for props were like, this is what you would use, and they're just like, give it to him, don't care, shoot it. And then, but do, so, okay, so I was just like, what, he just like banged on that key with it, and then was like, yeah, the those keys stick. Key. Yeah, they just turned it, he just turned it off. Yeah, he's like, it's a piano wrench, classic. <laughs> he turned it off. A lot of 12-year-olds know what piano wrenches are, happy he they He turned that note off. Yeah, so he couldn't hear it. But then it doesn't affect sl- Screech. Yeah, it doesn't affect Screech. He goes, he's like, Screech sucks so bad all the time anyway. I don't even need to sabotage him. He's going to stink. But Screech nails it. But Screech nails fucking Home on the Range. Yeah, it's just Home on the Range. It's Home on the Range. But with different You can't words. do a song. It's already written. So he just full on plays Home Let's on the Range. Let's be up front. Home on the Range is not, there's no one's going to sue him. Home on the Range is like a, a is hundred it public domain? Of course main? it is. It's public domain after 25 years. Home on the Range is like a I thought it was longer old. than 25 years. 25 years after the person who wrote it died, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Home on the Range is definitely Okay, it's definitely, pu- it must be because they used it on the show. Exactly. Yeah. But, so he's not going to get sued but you can't win, like Belding. As soon as you played it, Belding would go, "Dude, that's home on the range." Like no, you can't. Belding would be like, "That's great. It's recognizable. People love that song already." I don't agree with you. <laughs> I feel like Belding would go, "It's not original. If you're going to give a gift, you got to come original, three eleven style. <laughs> you got to write your own shit, or it doesn't count as a gift." Uh, I, I just the lyrics like, are a gift. And the lyrics are just a gift. Yeah, and it's all about nerds. No, you're fucking like. What if you wrote your girlfriend? You're engaged, right? Mm-hmm. What if you wrote your fiance? What if you're like, I wrote you the song, fiance, to show you how much I love you, and then you start singing a song that already exists? Wouldn't she be like, "Fuck off! You didn't write that for me." That's the song I mean, that if exists. If she was, I don't know if I would marry that person. <laughs> that seems like a that seems like a harsh condemnation. They still spent time making new lyrics. This seems. I mean, it's like that. That's the most the part that you're taking <laughs> issue with. This. This is the most realistic part of this episode so far. Is that if they Screech were going to make a range? new song, they would take a song that had music that already existed, right. and they would just change words. Because high school students could do that. Like an average high school student could do that. Here's why I'm going to argue with you. All right. I think if the whole because this whole the impetus of changing the school song is the other one was outdated. Home on the range. Not that it's. I'm That's not saying it's, shit. I'm not saying that it's a good choice. Right. But I'm saying that it's a legitimate gift. Right. But if you're, <laughs> ah! <laughs> but I'm saying if the whole thing is to update the school song, we're talking '92, 1992. You're gonna you do like Bell Poison and give it new lyrics. Yeah, that's right. You wouldn't get get like Home on the Range new lyrics. Is '92 Poison yeah. already? Sure, I think so. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna look it up while no, we're talking. No, it totally is. I think it's like '90. I think it is, too. I just pulled that out of yeah. my ass, but I think I'm right. So This school is Bayside. Yeah. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Tell me you would not want that to be. if that. I would be so psyched if that was my but school But there's song. only one black person in the whole school. So they couldn't do that? 19, yeah, it was in 1990. Okay, so but so he does Home on the Range, and again, nobody is like, hey, that that's already a song, buddy. And... So it's like surprisingly good. Like they show, they cut to the gym or no, the no, locker it's room. It's bad. It's surprising that they cut to people enjoying it. Right. Well, yeah. In in Bayside Town, it's like surprisingly like the guys in the gym, locker room are like, oh okay. Oh fuck, man! This is a sweet <laughs> tune. Man, I haven't heard something like this. This is some sweet, great. And that is like the level of acting that's happening with them in the locker <laughs> Why room. Why are they guidos? Well, yeah, they're in the locker room, fully dressed. It's like. Mm. I like that. What do you like? I like it. And those are the, supposed to be the nerds in the <laughs> I love locker room. Your impression of those dudes. 
<laughs> Sweet dude. Okay, so he does it, and then Zach's like, whatever, who cares, because I got this. He goes up, sits on a stool, straps on a guitar, goes, Bayside, let's rock. And then plays some sweet riffs on an electric Oh, my God. Guitar. It's so Johnny B. Good it's style. It's exactly just Johnny B. Good. It and is, they just took the scene from Back to from the back Future. From Back to the Future. Yeah. 100% what I was thinking. He totally shreds hard at Johnny B. Good. Singing, you know, Bayside is cool and you know it is true. And yeah. singing like that. Everyone is, like, dancing. Everyone's dancing. In the aisles. And there's a lot of great uh, extra work in this scene. There's one girl who's an extra who just kind of like dances across the thing. Yes. And that's the moment where I realized, oh my God, probably being on that set was pure hell because it was all teenage yes. actors. Well, I, I And it's like, it. they just must be unfucking bearable Because yes. actors in general, I find unbearable to talk to. Mm-hmm. And teenage actors, they have no filter whatsoever so right. it's just like i did this and i did this and i did this and right. next i'm doing this did you go out for that did you go i went totally. out for this yes because my friend justin was on he grew up here and he was an extra on a oh. few of them but he was like it was a suit he didn't give a fuck it was just a case of like yeah i'll just do this instead of going to school that day yeah. or whatever and, d- and it was he was like all those kids were lame. He, they were like trying to hang out with him, and he's like, "What? I'm, I don't want to hang out with you guys." Yeah. And it was, it was like pageant moms all around and oh, like yeah. that kind of shit. It yeah. must be a hellish set. Yes, 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 totally, totally. So they're all dancing around to his Johnny B. Good theme, and he's shredding, and all of a sudden, he's a mul- Zach Morris is a multi instrumentalist. Oh wait, but we have to also mention that while Screech is playing, he does this thing with his face that I just wrote. Oh yeah, face looks like an open wound. Yes. His face is so awful. He makes such awful faces. Open wound. That's what it looks like. He does. Every time he hits that final note, like he does this crazy, like. He does. It does almost insane shit, like, almost like he's uh, he's a gerbil and he's underneath the water thing that he has, like, like that's how he's singing. Like, that he's trying to get water out of one thing where you have to. Hit yes. the ball in with your tongue. Like, that's what is the face he's it making. Is. It makes it. There's no reason for there's it. There's no reason for it. It's just like him hamming it up. Yes, just being extra weird. Yes, that's super weird and gross. So they all do the thing. And, of course, Zach is like, I got this. But wait, do you think these kids were like, were they famous enough that they were like going to parties and doing lots of blow? Oh, completely. Were they? They were like getting laid off of it. Like, even Screech. Yeah, of course. Because my friend Matt, you know Matt Oswalt? Yeah. Okay, he was he was a PA or he did tours at like NBC when this was on, yeah. like the height of it being on and he was say he was telling me stories about how Screech would come out and like any teenage girls in the lot like he would pick out teenage girls to like go fuck. Like what? Yes. What? So even Screech was getting late so Screech at is the like, time. How old at that time do you think? I mean, they're like, you know, 16, 17, 18. I mean, they're That's of age, maybe only amazing. a couple of years older. That's amazing. Yes. I wonder how much I wonder how much technical statutory rape occurred on the Saved by the Bell lot where like the actors fucking young fans. Oh, no, just, like eighteen year olds fucking sixteen year olds. Well, Justin was saying how Jesse was fucking one of the producers at Jesse. the time. Jesse Elizabeth Berkeley. <gasps> so yeah 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 sweet so jesse wasn't even in this episode Yeah, jesse and kelly this is a tory episode where jesse and kelly are gone what do you mean jesse and kelly are gone because like apparently <laughs> they it doesn't it's not explained in the show at all uh-huh. but they filmed on through and they're like we're done and then they were like well we want one more season and jesse and kelly were like no uh-huh. and so tory 
they're brought in Tori as a character to replace Jesse and Kelly. Oh, Tori's the combo character yes. that replaces those Jesse two. Jesse and Kelly, yes. And Jesse and Kelly were probably the breakout. I remember. So yeah. I remember even their name, Tiffany Amber Theason. Yeah, because she went on to be on 90210. Oh, she did. Yeah. Is that what it was? Okay. Well, no, not like. What about the other one? She, Showgirls. Come on. Showgirls. The classic film Showgirls. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach didn't do anything, right? He did. He was on NYPD Blue. He's on Franklin and Bash now. Oh, And he made okay. that movie Dead Man on Campus where he looked really hot. He had black hair in it. Oh, okay. No, well, then you do yes. know a lot of... Dustin Diamond runs pornography. Yes. What about... Um, Slater is on Extra. We know, yeah. Yeah. Mario Lopez. And then Lisa's just crazy. Oh, really? Like, actually, for real, for real Like crazy. a lunatic? Like, bipolar... Like, interviews with her are very sad. Oh. Like, lost her damn mind. Probably from getting saved by the bell. Yeah. Bells can't save that much. <laughs> they can only save a little bit. Sad. Bells can't save that much. <laughs> Bells can't save you now. I mean, all of them really just became successful actors. Pretty much. I mean, honestly, with the exception of Screech. Right. They're all doing okay. Yeah. But I've heard he's a total asshole. Yeah. So, I mean, the I understand. Don't be an asshole. I understand why he's probably totally a total asshole. Is that if you think about it, being nationally known right. as being the awful one. Yeah. Must make you so angry as a kid, as a teenager. Yes. To have your identity be forced down your throat that you're the shit, you're the piece of shit, you're the worst. Yes. Everybody hates you. Yes, I agree. But I would feel like with adult with adult eyes and life experience that you would, I don't know, I feel like I'd at least be like, oh, it's kind of cool that I was a part of such a huge pop oh, right. culture He could have Will wheaton it. Yes. And he didn't. He had an opportunity to Will yes. Wheaton it. Because yeah. now that guy's to- he's totally respected and oh, like yeah. totally a nice, cool dude that everyone likes. Yeah, he could have completely gone down that road, but instead he just got like super angry and did <laughs> porn. <laughs> Let this be a lesson to you, child actors. Yeah, don't go down the porn and the angry porn route. Don't do it. Do the pull a Will Wheaton and be a cool dude. Yeah, exactly. It's that easy. That easy. It's just that easy. <laughs> so he does his song. And then that's when they're like, okay, we're going to vote. And Zach's like, I got this. Who cares? And then Belding comes up and is like, guess what? You guys are tied. Fuck. 132 votes each. Yes. And so Zach's like, are you fucking kidding me? And he's like, nope, tied. And then that's when he's like, you know, Belding walks away and Zach goes, I got to figure out how I'm going to sway the dork vote. The dork vote. So apparently there's so many nerds in this school. Yes. There's half nerds. Half (laughs) nerds. But all, there's the half class is, is split 50% down the middle. Nerds, 50% nerds. 50% very, cool. Yeah. And so, but this does predict the future of nerd culture. Yes. Because you said, okay, well, because what happens is Louise, who's apparently like the hot, hot nerd girl. She's, she's hot, hot too. The, first of all, she's super we hot. Both said and that. then she has glasses. She's totally an attractive. She's very attractive. Blonde hair. She even has blonde she's hair. She's lovely, but she just has big white glasses. So yeah. they're like, ew, gross nerd. Yeah. But she's supposed she's like the hot girl of nerds. So she's got three nerds following her around everywhere she goes. And Zach targets her because yes. she can sway the nerd she's, vote. Yes. And so he like asks her to go hang out with Max or whatever. And then that's when or no, I guess it he comes kisses later. Her and yeah, she promises three votes. You're totally right. He takes her on like a fake date to the Max. He sees her and is like, Hey, we have lunch at the Max. She's yeah. like, What? Oh my god, of course, Zach. So they go, they're having lunch. He's wincing. 
the entire time as During if she's like a sea hag. Yeah. Or even just sitting next oh, to me. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, God. And we're both like, she's gorgeous. Like, yeah. she's a very attractive woman, clearly. But he's like, oh, my God, your glasses are so gross. Those gross glasses. So then she's like, I can deliver these three dorks. Oh, I wrote their names down because they were yeah. Leonard, Lewis, and Percival. Percival. No, no one in 1992 was named Percival. No, not one person. I think Percival is like the name of uh, like a like a dog from Kentucky. Yeah. Do you know? Like he's a dog named after like some some like some like some you like general yes, from the south. Yes, totally, totally. No, a dog from Kentucky <laughs> is named. We Percival. named him after General Percival McGovern. Yeah. <laughs> totally. No, yeah, no kids are named that. So she's like, I can deliver those three votes if you kiss me. And he's yeah. totally like, oh, my God. Like, he does, but it's like, oh, this is the grossest thing in the world. When it's like, no, it's not. She's totally cute. So then that's when Slater, Tori, and Lisa walk in and see this happening. And they're like, oh, my God, he's trying to buy nerd votes by French and And then Louise. that's when they just put it together that he fucked them over, too. Oh, yeah, like they immediately. Just immediately, like buying nerd votes he must have sabotaged us right so then they go about to fuck him over yes and so they do this by slater goes to the nerd guys but first they go and she guarantees the nerd vote so we see the three nerds yes yeah yeah yeah. and the way that the three nerds act i swear to god is a predict is like i think the people who invented big bag theory big bang theory saw those three nerds yes and like the way they talk, and they're like, "We're making a TV show about those three yes, guys." Yes, because you totally said that. Because they go, Slater tells them the thing. He's like, "Hey, spread the word," because Zach's totally scamming us. And they go to the nerd cave, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like just their mannerisms, the way they talk, and everything yeah, yeah, yeah. is like Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah. Which, like I said, I've never seen an episode of, but it's one of those shows where like my mom will call and go, "Oh my god, did you see it? It's so funny." It's bonkers. It's it's. Bonkers. I've never watched it, it's, and I just, just don't get how. I wa- I've watched it once. Yeah. And I was like, Aah! like I, but it also that seems like how are the nerds? Is it sold as like? aspirational like be a nerd because that's a cool thing or is it laughing at the nerds uh it's both like one of the nerds is the nerdiest of the nerds and that guy's like literally point dextery kind of sayings like oh my god saying things in that kind of tone right uh and then the other ones are like less nerdy, but they all have like their very specific nerd problems. Well, but then just a woman who has always a low cut top right. on, like why with is giant she... tits and yes. gorgeous, beautiful woman is always hanging out. But with that's them. what it's like. What is the setup? Like, why is she always hanging out with them? What's the reason? I given? think it's just neighbor. And then they get in. She gets involved somehow with one of them. Late, you know, we're in the eighth episode, eighth season or whatever. Oh, okay. So she dates one of the nerds. I'm just saying, like, a, hey, so they're saying, I, like, you're not com- if you're coming to me for oh. expertise on Big Bang Theory, you have come to the I wrong am, place. I am coming to you. My expertise it begins and ends with it's fucking horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my thing. Is like anytime I read about it or see anything about it, yeah, I'm always wondering, like. How do they, if this girl's supposed to be so hot and like in their eyes, like so hot and untouchable, like why does she never have anything better to do but to hang out with these dorks? Yeah. If that's what we're being sold as the trope of like super dorky dudes, but a hot lady's always there. Who knows? Okay. Anyway. I, and I, again, I question the appeal of like, why would my mom, my mom doesn't care about nerds. Why is my mom watching it? Right. I don't know. I'll never know. Sorry, mom. 
I'll never ask you because <laughs> I don't want to know. Um, okay, so the nerds are like, you're right. We're totally not going to vote for Zach. He sucks. So the next scene is Screech, like, being the orchestra, the conductor at the Glee Club, like, mm-hmm. teaching everyone home on the range with new words. And then that's when uh, Slater, Lisa, and Tori are like, no, 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 let us help you. Like, let us We're going to rewrite this. this song yes. with you. And they're like, okay. And then jump to the end where it's their, the competition. Yeah, so they are like, we're going to change the song. And then, yeah, the next is backstage at the assembly where Zach and Screech are going to have a song off, essentially. And then Slater and the other two give Zach. Well, Slater, you got to say this. He makes a big deal out of it because they go, like, Tori and Lisa are like, what are you going to do? Like, how are we going to do this? And he goes, don't worry. Pure lemon extract. Pure lemon extract. Not... Lemon juice. Not lemon juice. Which is what everybody calls it. Yes. Pure lemon extract. Le- and that made me think, is that different than lemon juice? No, there can't be. A pure lemon extract has to be <laughs> right? lemon juice. Like, is it lemon juice has gone through some sort of extra, uh, whatever. Lemon being extract. So, so then they give them a shot of pure lemon extract. Well. I don't know why they're doing shots of non-alcohol drinks behind the scenes. Here's the thing that I want to say about this. Anytime, because he comes backstage, like Zach comes backstage and they're like, hey, buddy, no hard feelings at all. We're super psyched you're here. Let's have a toast to celebrate it. Now, if you're ever in a situation where you're not at a party, you're not at a place where like drinks are already readily available, you would never not be suspicious of a toast. If if, like if you walked in today and I was like, let's have a toast, you'd be like, what? No, like that's weird. I guess we drink before this podcast. But it's like you would just go. What? Like there's never. If it was just a, if it was a, a toast of just juice, I would be like, you're a complete weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> because that's what it was. Well, it was it just would a be toast because of I juice. don't drink, but it's also oh. a case of like, it's just like a blind toast. Like I don't know, it's not a toasting, and they just have it at the ready. Like yeah. here's a toast we have at the ready. You would, you would totally go, what's in this? This is weird. Yeah, but no, he doesn't. He, he takes doesn't it question down. it whatsoever. He doesn't. And even it's ask, totally what fine. He doesn't ask what it is. He's like, oh, that's sour, and then goes out to perform yes! a song. And he can totally talk normal, and then he sings half the song, and then this lemp, pure lemon extract essentially makes him borderline retarded. Yeah, like how? And you said this when we were watching. You made a good point. Like how many kids watched this and thought that I've never even heard that if you drink lemon juice, it like fucks your voice up. Never even. I've heard never that. heard of that. No. You know, I never knew that was like a prank you could do to somebody. I actually thought you would put lemon juice into tea with honey if your throat was having like to problems. Help it, yeah, because it's got le- vitamin C in it. Like, does it make your throat close up if you just drink pure it's, lemon they juice? They invented a thing. Yes, because they go, yeah, and he says it like it's no. When Slater does it, he's like, "It's pure lemon extract, you guys," and they're like, "Oh yeah, totally." Like, yeah, that's a thing people can do, and so yeah, he. It makes his throat close up, apparently. But that doesn't close up. It's that he goes, he starts singing like this. Like, that's how he starts to sing. And then everyone, like, mimics him and sings that along. And it all all of a sudden becomes like this insanely weird and beautiful song that is just all gibberish, like skit scatting. Yeah, but I think it's supposed... Because then when he comes backstage and he's like trying to yell at them, he can't yell at them. He can only get half... He gets like half words out. That's why I thought maybe... (laughs) 
And then they give him a glass of water, and he's like, thanks, guys. Man, this is like, what the fuck is happening? The water is like the magic elixir. The magic elixir from going like, bleh, bleh, to like, be like, hey, guys, bleh, 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 and then a glass of water, fine. I guess he, what we don't know about Zach is that he has no salivary glands. He has no, that's one secret that's been kept from us. But is that it? Once he has that lemon juice, it's not moving yeah, it's until not, he has some water. See, that's yeah. Because I just even as a kid when I watched this, I did try to put like two and two together because I was like, "Oh, you remember watching this episode?" Oh, totally. That's crazy. I totally do. Do you have like a a, a crazy memory where you remember everything? Oh no, you see? like the Marilu Henner thing yeah. where it's like I can like tell me what you did on October fifteenth, nineteen. Yeah, but you remember seeing this episode? I totally. I promise, I do. And I remember, because I, I even as a kid was like, huh? And then, because I was, when he was singing half the word, like you can only get half the word out. I That's what I thought. I was like, oh, lemon juice made his throat close up. Yeah. Nope. That's what I was like. Oh, that's what that does. But I never thought, you know, to do it. I was, like you said, I wonder if anyone watching it was like, oh, I'm going to get my friend good. I'm going to yeah. prank him by doing this. And this episode could have like, been super awesome if they just gave him Epicac instead. <laughs> and then during a song, he just vomiting <laughs> oh for everybody. And it just becomes like standby. And me. then everybody starts vomiting. That would be, be the best ending to this episode. Incredible. And that is a thousand times better than what we just watched. <laughs> like the prank of like, yeah, we're going to make him barf all yeah. over the stage. It'd be so amazing. Which is Did more you know, realistic. I, an ex-boyfriend of mine was like, I hated my boss. Mm-hmm. And he was like, here's how you prank her. And I'm like, that didn't sound good at all. Because he goes, if you put things, you know the stuff for swimmer's ear? Uh-huh. That you put, if you squeeze like a drop or two of that in somebody's drink, it makes them like barf all day. Oh, wow. I had no idea. He's like, yeah, just do that. She'll barf all day. And I'm like, ah, that sounds a little, that's maybe that's a little intense. harsh. But if you put Visine, two drops of Visine in a glass of water, it'll make you shit all day. Isn't Visine just salt water? No. Or like a tear, fake tears? No. It has something in it that makes your eyes not red. And that is a diuretic. I've seen it happen. I was with a kid, and I think it was in high school, who, like, squeezed it in, and the kid had to leave school. He, like, squeezed some in his water. Only, like, two drops. Yeah. And, and he squeezed the bottle in the, bo- in the water. Oh. And then the kid had to leave school. Had to leave school? He was shitting so much. Yeah. How long does that last? I think it's, like, 24 hours. I don't know exactly. I had no idea. Yeah, apparently. I mean... That's the that was what he told us. No, I, I watched it. him do it. Yeah, so the swimmers your thing. Yeah, if you apparently if you put a few drops of that, it, then they'll be barfing all Barfing's day. Barfing's tough. Yeah, that seems like pretty. I mean, shitting's not mean. great either. But shitting is like at least a so non-painful if, experience. So if you if somebody's like you either got to barf for twenty four hours or shit for twenty four hours, I've taken shit a thousand times. Really? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Would you prefer to barf than shit? Barfing is so traumatic. You're right. It's like you I feel cry awful. every you time feel I barf. Awful. And the worst part about barfing is that you're nauseous for so long before you you're barf. Right. And I, I really. Whereas like you shit, you're like, I have to shit, and then you shit, and then it's done. And then you come back, and then you're like, oh, I have to shit again. And then you just stay on the toilet, watch some TV or something. <laughs> I love this conversation. You're right, though. Because, yeah, every I don't barf very often at all, at all, at all. And like, but when I do, I cry because it like, the hurts worst. so bad. Oh, I had food poisoning the other day for 24 hours. And it yes. Was, that oh. was the last time I barfed is that I had food poisoning. 
I had an awesome streak where I did had I did not bar from second grade until I was like twenty seven. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, I'm, I don't drink or anything, so it's right. like that's never happening. And then, but yeah, then I got food poisoning, and it was I barfed on Santa Monica Boulevard in broad daylight. Nice. Because there's a Seven Eleven right around the corner, and like I was here alone, and I was barfing, and I was like, I need. I had a fever, and I was like, I have to get tile. Like I have to yeah. get something for my fever. I have to. Have to. And I didn't know about Pink Dot, by the way. This is really interesting to listeners who don't live in Los Angeles. But yeah, so I was like, fuck it. I have to get it to a trash can. No, that's not a But problem. I was barfing into a trash can in front of everyone. It was uh, terrible. And I they, was crying. They were going so fast. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> no one stopped to help me. No. But in a way, I was like grateful because yeah, I'm like, I don't course. need extra attention. It was it was a real low point in my life. <laughs> it was real terrible. I had no one to call. Everyone was at work. Anyway, that's okay. So, pure lemon extract closes your throat, makes you not so say words. So, he does a terrible song. Yes. And then Screech gets up. All the lyrics have been rewritten. The song yes. is completely rewritten. Completely it's sung different. by the Glee Club. The Glee Club is a professional, is recorded, sounds like a professional chorus of like of 45 50, year olds. Yes. yes. Uh, totally adult voices. It's, it's all about just leaving high school. And it's like all about the dates you went on. Like, it's almost all about dating. Dating and leaving. Yes. And that's it. And it was so it was written rewritten by uh, Slater, Lisa, and Tori like overnight. But like the entire Glee Club nails it. Amazing performance. And then there isn't no one even the the episode just ends with that. That's There's it. There's no like here's the here uh, voting. I you think guys it's just like clearly you know these guys won. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't even in a style that like at that time was popular. No, Do you oh, know what no. I mean. It wasn't even in right. like some style, early '90s style that I thought. Right. I thought there was going to be a rap somewhere. You thought it was be a rap? If it's early, it could have sounded like a Taylor Dane song or some yeah, shit. Right? Like it wasn't even. Yeah, it was just or, like uh, or um. It was all sentimental. A fucking Wilson Phillips song. Yes, it was just like la 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 high yeah. school. Yeah, it didn't sound like any contemporary music of the time. <laughs> it just sounded like a song forty-five to fifty-year-olds wrote and sang. Yeah, and then that's and then I yeah I love how it ends in a way that's like. We don't need to tell you how much better this was than Zach's. <laughs> it totally won. Whatever. Done. You got the idea. You guys get it. Yeah. So, you did watch this show growing up. Yeah. Did you watch it, like, when you were in high school? Uh, no. Probably before that. Okay. And so, like me, did you think... Oh, wait, wait. This came out in 92? Yeah. No, I must have watched it when I was in high school. Then. Wait, are we... How old are you? I'm 38. Oh, okay. I thought... Well, I'm 35. I watched it both. Like, I watched original Saturday mornings and then in reruns in high school. But then when I watched the original ones, I was like, oh, this is what high school is going to be like. Like, I can't wait to get there. I can't believe I watched this in high school. It's funny to think how young high school is. Yeah. Like, I was 15 or 16 and watching this. Well, were you really, like, were you genuinely into it or were you already watching things ironically at that point? I was probably watching things ironically at that point. Yeah. So you were just watching it to make fun of it. Uh, no, I, I think I genuinely enjoyed when it came on. Right. You know, it wasn't like watching, you know, Doogie Howser or anything like sure. that, where I would be psyched to watch yeah. Doogie Howser. I was psyched to watch that too. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was more like, oh, it's, yeah, it's on, it's, and it's also, it was on Saturday morning, so I guess, was I still watching Saturday morning cartoons I in high school? I definitely was. I guess I was, wasn't I? I was definitely, are you kidding? I watched, it was like this and then like gummy bears and. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Yeah. Yes, I was definitely watching that shit. New Adventures of Beyond Compare. Yes. They're the gummy bears. The way you just said it, it sounded like a beautiful poem. <laughs> it sounded awesome. 
<laughs> okay, well, thank you so much for coming to watch thank TV you. with me. This was awesome. Yeah. Okay, and your Twitter is? Kurt Brownler. Oh, yeah, it is just your name. Yeah, and also I, I just jet skied from Chicago to New Orleans. Yes. In order to raise money to send 500 goats and 1,000 chickens to Africa. And yes. we're still trying to raise the money. Uh, it's, it's, uh, so if you go to Indiegogo and just Google jet ski for goats, it's there. We're still trying to raise money. We've only raised $26,000. Uh, what do you mean only? That's awesome. Is that not enough? We're 50 grand. Is we're trying to send oh. 500 goats and 1,000 chickens to African families in need. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we need to raise 50 grand. Okay. So we're only at 26. Oh, well, I'll give you the... I, I'll go ahead and give you the 24,000. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. That's perfect. I didn't realize this podcast paid that much. Oh, my God. It's like I'm a millionaire. Can oh, you tell perfect. from my one-bedroom apartment that I'm just like rolling in it? Yeah, so it's no problem. So please go check it out. It's called Roused About, and it'll be coming out someday on Comedy Central. How was that, by the way? It was crazy. Was it scary? No, I was never scared. Okay. No. But it was intense. Yeah? It was overwhelming. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see it. Okay, well, so, yes, this comes out Tuesday. Everyone follow Kurt on Twitter. Give him money to give to Africans. Boom. Yes. Thank you. Anything else? Uh, Nope. Okay. Uh, That was another episode of Go Bayside, you guys. And that, okay, I, that, there's only, like, one more proper episode. There are two clip shows that I feel like I'm going to recap on my own, maybe. I don't know. Plans are foggy for that but there's one more proper episode until the graduation finale that i am going to do live at the los angeles podcast festival and that is the last weekend of september so please go to lapodfest.com and get tickets um it's going to be awesome there's a ton of awesome podcasts there other than mine uh thanks again for all the awesome emails and all of the great itunes reviews uh they're really helpful and um yeah i'll see you guys next time on an episode of the bayside beep, 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 beep,